Today, why spring might be the best time to poach your competitors' customers. Nearly half of brands planning to hire marketers plan to do so remotely. TikTok unveils a new marketing insights tool to help you target your audience. The social media campaign that gets advertisers to use their LinkedIn real estate to promote someone else. And why Facebook and Instagram are disabling augmented reality features. It's Friday, May 13th. I'm Todd Maffin. Here's what you missed today in digital marketing. At some point in your marketing career, you may end up buying data from one of the big data brokers like Experian, Axiom, or LiveRamp. These firms collect masses of consumer data from thousands of sources, then try to match all the data to individual people, providing as complete a record of a person's age, interests, socioeconomic status, and so on. Often marketers buy these lists as a way to fill in that missing data on their own. For instance, you might have an email list, but forgot to ask people for their gender when they signed up. So you buy one of these databases and match the email addresses you have with that person's gender. Problem is, in more cases than you might think, that data is only an educated guess. And much of it could be wrong. Recently, I spoke with Arnaud de Brun. He and his colleagues recently published an article in the Journal of Marketing Science called How to Estimate Consumer Characteristics from Aggregate Data. And he told me, despite what we might hear in sales calls from these huge data brokerages, much of their data is just incorrect. When you go talk to uh, Merkel or Experian or uh, you know data brokers like that, um, Axiom, uh, LiveRamp, they claim that they have a lot of information about everybody. But actually, it's like Swiss cheese. There is a lot of holes uh, in their database. Right. And so the way they infer uh, the information they don't have about you is that they take you, they take whatever information they have about you. And then based on that information, they assign you to a group of customers about, you know, like you in terms of sociodemographics or uh, customer habits or whatever. Oh, I see. So this would be like if they if they have a gap for the. Uh, for the age, for instance, they might look at the first name Todd and say, well, Todd was more popular in the 70s than it was in the 2000s. And it would assign me as male. Exactly. And so they're going to say, OK, we don't know Todd's age, but we're going to infer it based on his first name. Or we don't know uh, Todd's income, but we're going to infer it based on his zip code. In a study with colleagues, they did a test. And so they, they basically took customers about whom they knew everything, and they uh, ask for their profiles uh, from 19 data brokers. And actually, some, some profiles were completely wrong, right? Uh, for instance, in, in one case, uh, when they tried to guess the gender of those customers, they were no better than chance. Wow. Meaning that yeah, so customers go to some companies to say, I'd like to know the gender of the people visiting my website or uh, on my mailing list. My full interview with Dr. De Brun is up on our website right now at todayindigital.com slash data gaps. Incidentally, we reached out to all three of the brokers mentioned for their comment. LiveRamp asked for more information, then told us they wouldn't comment. Axiom 2 asked for more information, then they never emailed back. Experian never responded to our initial inquiry. Consumers may be doing some spring cleaning of their favorite brands this season. There's a great think piece up today on adweek.com exploring why customers are more likely to ditch brands in the spring 
and how you can use that to your advantage. The piece indicates that for some people, spring is a time of renewed energy, but for many consumers, the opposite is true, and their malaise may worsen. It is a season of change for both groups, which has implications for marketing messages. So how can you target consumers with discordant moods? The article suggests there are three major implications. First, branding and conquest. Marketers can lean into the season with a change message. Target new consumers, focus more on brand differentiation than at other times of the year. Second, spring is the season for major decisions, especially large purchases like houses, cars, clothes, and more. Often these purchases coincide with major life events like proms and graduations and weddings, setting the stage for a period of change. Marketers should be aware of these triggers, acknowledge them, and if appropriate, target them. Finally, this is the season to push positive mood creative Spring is not the time for shock value, creative, or negative emotional leverage. According to the article, marketers should instead provide emotional validation through familiarity and nostalgia, and in general, emphasize positive emotions in their content. Will marketing become a work-from-home industry? New research has found that close to half of brands looking to recruit marketers plan to hire remotely. What are marketers' feelings toward a hybrid work model? Nearly 9 out of 10 say their work-life balance has improved due to hybrid working, while 6 out of 10 say they prefer hybrid work, and only 5% opted to return to the office full-time. The overwhelming majority of employees choosing home over a cubicle likely contributed to why nearly three-quarters of companies say they are rethinking the way the workplace is used, if at all, In fact, over two-thirds of those looking to hire marketers believe being closely located to an office is no longer as important as it was pre-pandemic. According to the report, two-thirds of those planning to hire marketers indicate that proximity to the office is no longer a priority. The data has been provided by Hayes Quarterly Insights Survey. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. TikTok launched a new marketing insights tool that can help you target Gen Zs from all over the world. That's Gen Z, my American friends. 
Yesterday, the platform unveiled its interactive insights platform called TikTok Insights, which provides a range of data points, which you can filter down to specific market segments. Data filters include location, demographic, industry vertical, holidays, events, date, and more. If, for example, you wanted to know what the key trends among users in the U.S. over Christmas was, you could use the data filters and receive information like holiday purchase categories where TikTok played a role, the top three categories for Christmas shopping on TikTok, and a whole bunch more. The tool is very similar to Meta's Interactive Insights tool, which is designed to provide you with a more customized view of key data points for your brand. If you're looking to end your work week with a good deed, here is how you can pay it forward to help a marketing professional. An organic social media campaign is using LinkedIn banners to promote an ad for someone else. The initiative called Backing Banners encourages established ad professionals to use their LinkedIn real estate to back new creatives. And by that, I mean creative people. Banners to promote each individual or agency have been pre-designed and are available to download, which can then be added to your profile. Anyone who clicks on the ads will be directed to the creative's profile of work, along with their LinkedIn pages, where they can be contacted about potential work. So if you want to participate, head to backingbanners.com, choose a creative, download their assets, update your LinkedIn banner, and you have started backing new talent. Select social media filters have been banned in a couple of states in the U.S. Meta has halted the use of its augmented reality filters and avatars across Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, Messenger Kids, and Portal in two states, Illinois and Texas. This as a result of facial recognition and privacy laws. Meta noted that it would develop a new opt-in experience to allow Illinois and Texas residents to access those features again. The company also stated that, quote, the technology we use to power AR effects like avatars and filters is not facial recognition or any technology covered by the Texas and Illinois law and is not used to identify anyone. And finally, in today's episode of Is Elon Musk Just Trolling All of Us? Musk tweeted early this morning that the Twitter deal is, quote, temporarily on hold pending details of supporting calculation that spam and fake accounts do indeed represent less than 5% of users, unquote. Look, I don't even know what to make of this. You know, he is notorious for trolling, so it's impossible to tell whether this is real or serious or a tactic to get a better deal or he's getting cold feet or if he really ever intended to buy Twitter in the first place. But in another tweet just a couple of hours later this afternoon, he stated or at least claimed, he is still, quote, committed to the acquisition. So this will be the last hot tub update. I'm sure you're all getting sick of it. Finally, yesterday I went in, gave it a whirl. Went in three times, actually, over the course of uh, of the evening. Love it. My wife is currently out of town on business, but she comes back tonight. So hopefully uh, I will earn some husband points by having this <laughs> ready to go. Tomorrow, a special paid partnership episode with WPX.net, talking about WordPress, and an apology up front, though, owing to a glitch. A couple hundred of you actually received this episode last weekend by accident. There is no way for me to, unfortunately, only send it out to the people who did not receive it. So those couple hundred of you, my apologies, you're going to get it in your feed again. In the month ahead, premium podcast members will be getting a couple of deep dive extras, one all about 
Twitter, where I talk with a Twitter ad rep, and we go through each and every ad product available one by one, including the costs for those big impact ad products. Normally, the platforms don't like to talk publicly about the price for those, but I coaxed all of it out of him. Also, if you have any kind of automated customer service like chatbots, I'll be speaking with a marketing scientist about a paper they recently did on the effect of chatbots on overall brand perception. It's a surprising study and I think a fascinating conversation. Those two will be coming exclusively to the premium feed. You can sign up now by tapping the link in the show notes or going to todayindigital.com slash premium feed. Today in Digital Marketing is produced by EngageQ Digital on the traditional territories of the Sunamic First Nation on Vancouver Island. Our associate producer is Steph Gunn. Production coordinator is Sarah Guild. Podcast music licensing by Source Audio. Ad coordination by Red Circle. And our theme composer, Mark Blevis, is just amazing to watch sometimes. He moves in space with minimum waste and maximum joy. City lights and business nights. I'm Todd Maffin. Have yourself a restful weekend, friends. I'm off to the hot tub. I will talk to you again on Monday. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.